Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another installation of Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Absolutely nothing. That was Haitian Kodak Black with Z Look Jamaican from Haitian Boy Kodak. Great album. We're going to talk about a lot about albums today, but first let me introduce myself. It's the one and only Trinidadi Panamanian Poppy, Rude Boy, Top Gunner, a.k.a. Suck Panyamada, West Indian Jesus, now corporate geo coming next week giovanni anglin hello everyone <laughs> yo what's going on it's bash and it's aka part-time sons fan recording live from queens geos in brooklyn what's going on yes congratulations to the phoenix suns they have finally knocked off the la clippers once again and now for what seems like what the second time now the Phoenix Suns are going to be in the finals. 
in what franchise history? In franchise history, because I'm thinking about the time the Suns Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley against Jordan. We all know how that turned out, but it seems different this time around. It seems like the Suns can actually take it this year. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a huge CP3 fan. Uh, back in the days in New Orleans, so I'm glad that you know he's finally at the finals, and I, I uh, I want Giannis. Like I said, I want Milwaukee to win it all, but mm. if CP3 wins, I'll be happy too. So is Giannis yeah. injured? He's injured, but it's not like surgery needed and nothing fracture or anything. So it's day by day. So we'll see if he's good for Game Five, which is tomorrow night. Right. I kind of want the super villain of basketball right now. Trey Young to, to bring it home and and take it. That's just He's me. He's the though. most forced supervillain, in my opinion. I had this conversation with Shavin the other day. I'm pretty sure I had this conversation with you. Like I don't believe Trey Young's a supervillain. I I, I I deemed him someone not arrogant, but like very confident. In the NBA terms and sports term, if you're very confident, you're called arrogant, hence a villain. But he's not. He's not a villain. I don't like, think Pat so either. Beverly is a villain. CP3, they're they're villains. <laughs> nah, they're they're not villains. Draymond the Green is a villain. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say CP3 is a villain because right now, what? Least, this dude, this Suns team is getting so much love right now. No, no, dude, this guy is like he he's the number one villain. He's the one that's like you know you hit him, he kind of flops. You get a personal foul. He knows all the rules. If you're breaking something, you you'll tell the ref. Like nah, no, CP3 is the way OG more, villain. Way more LeBron than CP3. Nah, nope. I'm telling you, long time CP3 viewer. He, he he's playing the strings. <laughs> he's the true villain in the behind the scenes. <laughs> okay, I, I I still disagree. But, anyways, man, how were you, how have you been? Happy July! It's officially July first. We're out of June, and damn, this year is going by fast. Yeah, we're halfway through the year. It's uh, incredibly hot. And it was just raining outside. Did you get caught up in the rain? I did not get caught up in the rain, thankfully. It started drizzling a little bit. And when I was walking to the station, I did see a couple of lightning in the in the clouds. So I hustled my way into the building with my bag of halal because it just felt like that type of night. Interesting. Yeah, just in case we, we cut out, it's, it's, it's the thunderstorm because they are saying that we might have a blackout because uh, our family in Massachusetts, there's a blackout over there. Yeah, first off, I just want to say this. Screw Hell's Kitchen. Wednesday, we were facing, like, it was Hell's Basement. It was Dante's Inferno. It was freaking hot, right? And the freaking mayor, did you get the, uh, did you get the emergency on your phone, oh, I'm sure as yeah. everyone did in New York. Remember, I have two phones, so for them to like start yelling at me at the same time, like yeah. it shook me. It shook me. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? I thought it was just another Amber Alert. But then my family's like, hey, turn off your, turn off your fan, turn off your, your, your AC, take out all the plugs that you're not using right now. And I feel like the mayor had some balls to tell us New Yorkers to turn off and conserve energy. Of, of the AC or the fan or whatever you have it. Meanwhile, go down to Times Square and they're burning electricity like some mofos, okay, with all their little skyscrapers and all that stuff. How dare you tell us to turn that stuff down? How about you go to Times Square and you tell them, turn off all their lights from the billboards and skyscrapers. We don't need that right now. It's Dante's Inferno right now. How about that? 
It's well, if you remember what happened, I think it was either two years ago, if I recall. Two years ago, there were, I think, something similar to this, like a heat wave, a lot of electricity is being used. And in very in a, a couple of poor neighborhoods, they shut off the electricity there. I do remember that. And that was like, that was crazy. So yeah, I do remember this. It's either you get the text message and play your part, Geo, or they'll just like, you know, go around and do that exact nonsense that they did two years ago, which is a common thing that happens throughout the country. Mm-hmm. You know, they won't attack the, the rich neighborhoods. Of course not. They'll just go for the, the poor neighborhoods. Exactly. They go to the bottom of the barrel. They go to us, the true yeah. New Yorkers. They want to make sure all these little white folks, all these tourists now coming in, didn't I tell y'all asses to stay away? New York is dead. Didn't I say this? No, stay away. They want to no. come to us. And they want us to take off want, our electricity. What no. makes New York? New no, York no, don't even give me that. We're not Hawaii. Flex. Shout out to Hawaiians, but we're not Hawaii. Not even. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but exactly. Like, we're, 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 I, New York and Hawaii, two different places. It people is. going on vacation. Exactly. People come here to visit. Yeah, and one on relies vacation. on tourism. The other, we've made it that way due to mayors and such. Okay, we already have a culture here. And speaking of mayors and such. What? The the the, the votes. Oh, the, oh, the the ranked choice voting system. How? Yeah, yeah, that's all you. I, was gonna, I, I set it up for you. I gave you alley oop, and you kind of missed it. Now the ball out did. of bounds. Yeah, turnover. I, was, I get the turnover. Not you. I was still you. talking okay. about the the damn potential sort of blackout because of the weather yeah. that's going on right now. I mean, the weather's going to be going down now. It's going to be 82 later on today, and it's going to be raining all day. And then Friday, it's 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 going down even more. Uh, 82, 77, 66 degrees. Like, weather's slowly going back to normal a little bit. But, yeah, yeah let's talk about this uh, 135,000 uh, fake votes that, that have been counted in this ranked choice voting system. If this How did that happen? I don't know, Bastion. Okay, I honestly do not know. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline. And with that, you know what I say to this, Bastion? I say the whole ranked choice voting system now, foo-foo. We should not do it now because we were the guinea pigs. And and remember how I said last week that if this whole ranked choice voting system uh, was successful, then potentially other states are going to start using that system. I believe... Um, those um, 135,000 votes were, um, I believe those were for Eric Adams. I think mm. he tweeted something about that, and now I don't think they're going to be counted. So the process now is going to be a little bit longer to find out who actually won the Democratic mayoral race primary. So that's all I know about it. I just think it's hilarious now that we actually have this problem going on. And yeah, I think rank choice, the rank choice voting thing isn't going to happen anymore here in New York. Due so that's to that. kind of the, the system working because it's like a double check thing. So they know who votes and how they vote. Um, so for them to catch and have the exact number and to do like a, a quick release via Twitter and online, it's like, wow, they're ahead of the game in a way to make sure like they won't get in trouble months down the line it's like hey we caught this and we're telling everybody about it immediately so shout out to them a little bit you know i I guess 
Sure. No, but, dude, it could have been more, much worse. They could have just kept quiet and just like throw everything out. That too. So, but you know, people to... are gonna talk, of course. Yeah, like I said, it's the system working because if you don't have a system that double checks the count, then it's a problem. Because if it's just if you trust it the like straight like one swoop, you're gonna have a problem. You have to like double check again, and that's the system working. That's the way I look at it. So it's it's crazy that it happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it happened. I'd like to hear more. I like to see the report. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't read it. I'm sorry. I just saw the headline. I was like, oh, this should be interesting to to share with you yeah shout out to you geo for voting so oh thank you you know i do talk talk about playing a part right bastion you were just lecturing me a couple minutes ago about hey turn off your electricity geo play your part you ain't play your no, part. no i was voting. joking about you play, to play your, your part, part. I, I tu- bastion i turned off the ac myself so yeah you know it's crazy man i'm starting the corporate life next week and i'm excited I'm a bit nervous. This is a new this is a new feat for me cuz I haven't been corporate. It's been 26 years of my life and I have never been in a inside a corporate esque environment that requires me to wear suits and all that stuff, but I'm only doing that for the first week. The first week I have to be under their parent company training and learning and then the next week after that I'm going to be in my company where it's a bit more business casual and bastion i consider you a corporate man uh, you've you've been in this a bit longer than i have you're in it now i think sorta i guess but not really because you're not in the office yet you're at home what corporate is, doesn't mean office corporate means like lifestyle just the court just the uh environment the lifestyle it, the infrastructure community i guess Infra- infrastructure okay i'll use I'll so use that term what are certain things i should know beforehand before going in there how should i act i feel like i already know how i should act i should not act like me no no you should act like you because they're regular people too just don't act a fool that's it okay but i would tell people just be you because they're gonna be themselves and you're gonna keep holding back for like months and months and it's gonna hurt you more so just be you be open and just express yourself that's it that's at the end of the day, it's all about personality. That's how people get hired in general. You know, you could have the know-how, you could have the skill, but you need to know how to work, you know. You need to know how to, not work in, in general, like physical stuff, but you need to know how to, you know, work work your connection, work that emotion, make sure there's no, like, strange barrier where, you know, if you up and leave, like, the next day, they won't say something bad behind your back. So that's, like the best advice i could tell you is just be you because they're going to be themselves too they, because they just want to be comfortable you know, and you want to be comfortable too okay okay yeah. <laughs> thank you for the advice yeah don't half-ass anything just put in the work oh i don't plan to i i honestly just want to go in work and leave but i don't know i feel like there's gonna be more to this like yeah. I'm expecting more. Like I don't think it, it's going to be that simple of just me going and working and leaving. No, I, I think so too. Like um, corporate lifestyles, like you, you, you really start thinking about work even when you're outside of it, and it's not terrible. It's just the, the process. So it's it's compared. It's like different if you're working in like a restaurant industry. You got to think about if you're the owner of the restaurant, yes. or if you're like we started a, a mechanic business. 
you, you could you could be the worker coming in, you do a couple of repairs and leave to get your cut. But if you're the owner of the shop, you got to make sure everything is going right. Make sure that, oh, uh, like 10 cars were fixed today. Got to make sure, oh, use credit card. All right. Oh, use cash. All right. Oh, you say going to pay me next week? Well, I got to follow up on that as well. Oh, you're going to pay me up front now? It's like that's, that becomes a part of the process. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it all depends on where you are. Well, we think about Black Seinfeld is. a lot. Yeah, Black Seinfeld, we've hit the the mark where we no longer have to put like the same amount of hours to create the show compared for when we first started. Yeah. Of oh. course, we have like the YouTube series, and which is on a short uh, break until uh, in two weeks. Yeah, until you get weeks. settled. Yeah, until I get settled. But Fashion's job has been kicking his ass, people. He's been going through it. I feel bad for my guy. So, yeah. And in, in terms of, like, the amount of work we do, now we're just doing extra. Because mm. originally what we need to prepare is, like, prepare the topics of the show. Uh, make sure that we have everything lined up. We don't even do that. Research. We don't even do that that much no, anymore. We, we still do, but we don't have to like hit up each other on like four days before the show and say this is what we have to go over. Yeah, like we could do it two days or a day before. This but is pretty easy we, now. Yeah, it's easy because we share the same topic, so we could discuss about even if we're not focused on the show, all our topics we discuss about end up on our show anyways. That's true. So we're still doing the work, but we've uh comfortably added it to our like friendship so it's like hey you did you see uh for example like oh little wayne's at the sun's game and we could talk about that then if we wanted to we could talk about it on the show so it, it's something like that okay and that's, that's just fair. work over time because like once you understand something it just becomes easy that's true Ooh, we got to give the people an announcement because I think this is important. Bastion, you're not going to be here next week. You're going to be in the West Coast. Yes, sir. I shall be in Washington State for the 4th of July. But I should be back uh, at the end of uh, next week. Yeah. What are you going to do over there? Just stuff. I'll I'll, I'll talk when I come back. Okay. (laughs) Cool, cool. Um, Can I make a suggestion? Can you go to the first ever Starbucks in Washington? Because I know... Washington, that's a coffee state over there. In and I know Seattle. the. F- I'm yeah. assuming it's in Seattle. I yeah, if I'm in, around, sure. Are you going to be in Seattle or just or a different part of Washington altogether? So the plan lands in Seattle, anyways. So okay. I'll, I'll still be there. First time probably, in, in, in Washington? Yeah, yeah. First time. Yeah, like second time in the West Coast. I, I don't travel much. I don't, I'm a, like the, the super New Yorker. It's like, I just stay at home. Mm. You know, if I need to go on vacation, like some somewhere in the Caribbean, right? That's what the super New Yorker does. That's true, but no, the super New Yorker either goes to the Caribbean or Florida Cancun. or Atlanta. That's or Cancun. Yeah, those are their vacations. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's easier to go somewhere where you're where you know you're going to be comfortable, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the biggest issue. It's like if. If you're hanging out with your friends and you go to like Florida or Atlanta, it's like you're going to, you know what the vibe is. Yeah, you're going to you go to little s- New York. Yeah, but if you go somewhere else, you can have some friction because you're at you're in a you're in an area where you're not comfortable. Totally different. And that's where the true you is going to come out. So yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to so, hear your, about your your time in Washington because I have definitely wanted to go to Washington. I know some people in Washington State. Yeah, yeah. So it should be fun. It should be fun, bro. 
Man. So, Bastion, I love the fact that this show now is sort of becoming like food discussions. Like, do you, do you catch that? Like, every week we somehow incorporate like fast food or just food in general in, into our conversations, whether it be our first experience watching, you know, a, a little goat get killed in front of our eyes or us talking about chicken sandwiches and, and stuff like that. And I remember briefly, I think two, three weeks ago, we mentioned Subway, right? About how Subway had little to no flavor at all. And I think I asked, have you ever tried the tuna sandwich? And you said no. And ironically enough, last week, there was a report from the LA Times saying that there's scientists that, that um scientifically like checked what was in the Subway tuna and they found that n- no tuna was in the traces of tuna at all. So basically, Subway has had impossible tuna this whole time. That's uh, that's disturbing. Hmm. There's a conversation about that. Um. Uh, first of all, I've I've I think I've eaten tuna at my old job because they had like a tuna tartine. But I've seen the fish. I see them chop it up, so I knew it was real, and it was, it was not bad. Mm-hmm. I personally, I'm a big fan of tuna, but I've, I've always made my own. Right. I think that's supposed. I think that's the rule, especially when it comes to tuna or some sort of seafood that isn't from a seafood restaurant or or like a nice bagel shop. I think that's like the unwritten rule. You stay your ass away from any sort of tuna fish. You don't go to the bodega and get a crab cake or, or tuna. I don't go oh, to Subway. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa, yeah, it's whoa. unwritten rules to this. Relax. <laughs> exactly. They sell it, but I've never had it. I have never yeah. seen anyone order it before. And I think because fish is just like something that's really delicate and it and it if if it tastes horrible, like you will get sick. Like Yeah. So I think the whole uh impossible tuna over at Subway, I think I just think it's an interesting topic because there's always these conspiracies about how what we're being served in different fast food uh, areas. I know I always jokingly say that when it comes to Taco Bell, the the beef, not the steak, but the beef that they serve is hamster. I know it's not true, but like, it's, it's not beef. It's not even meat. Exactly. Yeah, it's, exactly. Not, it's, it's not, not meat. meat. It's not meat. <laughs> it's flour and water and something else. Wait, that's Delicious. legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like, you know how nowadays, well. Like you have an object that's dried, and all you have to do is mix it with water, and then it just like foams up a little bit. Yes, that's pretty similar to like the beef. Are you talking thing. like so yeast? It's almost like that, but you just keep mixing it and mixing it until like the flour or whatever it is absorbs the liquid and becomes a solid object. Uh didn't we see that in Star Wars? Wasn't that um, like Episode Seven? Where where Ray oh, got bread? her yeah where Ray got her got her rations and she took like water and the thing and mixed it up and it turned into it, like this loaf. Yeah, it is partly like science fiction, but at the same time, it's like scientists can do that now. If you, I was remember, I remember, I forgot which movie it was, but it was like the story about McDonald's and how it was created. Uh, well, how it became the conglomerate it is today. Oh, so you saw the founder. The founder. There you go. The yeah, founder. That was with and, uh, what's his face. Uh, Batman, yeah, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, yes, great one of my favorite movies. Wait, great great movie. Croc. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. And there was a part of the movie where they're talking about the milkshake. Yes, like the standard milkshake is like 
complicated to make. I know everybody that makes milkshakes, they hate making milkshakes. Yes. It's just complicated. It's not but easy. But this one is powdered. All mm. you have to do is mix it with milk, and there you go. It tastes like a milkshake. I remember course, that. They no longer do that, but at one point in time, they did. So it's like the powder drinks, the Kool-Aid, similar concept, but for food. And it just foams up, and there you go. There's your uh, impossible meat. Yeah, man. I, I think it's... I think now that we're in this age where we have sort of quality fast food, like like a Shake Shack or or maybe even like Chipotle, Dos Toros, all that stuff, I think having these scientists come out with these results, it just justifies the fact that people don't want to have that classic sort of fast food anymore because... If you've been looking around New York, like subways have been closing down a lot. I remember there there was at least two, three, five subways around this area, and all of them are gone now. Good. <laughs> That's Good interesting. Rhythms. Hey, man. Yeah. Subways, like, I get it. If you broke, go to subways. No. Right? Not even. even broke. We were broke for. I remember being really, really broke in college. It's like, yo, he's always Sebastian. We're gonna eat subways again. It's like, yeah, we're going to subways. That is very true. We did go to Subway a lot, but also there, there's the bodega too. I don't really care for bodega because when I go there, it's only so much you could order, like three things: chicken cutlet sandwich, right? Yes, that's one. Fire. Um, turkey, egg, bacon, bacon, eggs, and cheese. Fire. I'm not a cold cut person, so I skip that. And uh, if I'm at a spot that makes their own bagel or I can see that they have fresh bagels, uh, raisin bagel, cream cheese bacon. That's like my go to. I used to do the cinnamon raisin and cream cheese, but I did get put onto the cream cheese and, and bacon back in high school. I remember kids used to be bringing that in and I was like, cream cheese and bacon. That sounds weird. And then. I just tried it one day. I think it was like two dollars. It was oh great on a roll, life changing experience, bro. Huh? Cream cheese on a roll? No, but yeah, it it was weird. That but sounds that's how weird. I had it because I like my Vegas and my high school were like the garbage ones. Like they never have any food really. <laughs> they have like chips and gum, but they only got like sandwiches. Because they understand the target audience. Now it's a bit different when I pass by. Like there's halal stores, not just the stand, halal stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I had that when I was in that neighborhood. But yeah, over there they had bagels, rolls, rolls, cream cheese, bacon. That's what you eat. Super flat, uh, super thin because they pressed down on it. Yeah, I figured it was, it was it was really good. Then later in life, I think when I went to Harlem, they didn't have rolls. They had bagels. And hey. I, I wanted that combo, so I added the cinnamon and. Life changing. Was that when you were working at that uh, no law longer. firm? Yeah, I was law firm for like three years. My first right. corporate, but it's not corporate, it's but like not corporate, local dog. corporate. But yeah, but I no longer could do the cream cheese bacon. I get a pimple immediately after I eat that. Well, see, that's what I've been learning as I've been growing older. Some of the foods that I used to enjoy, I can't really enjoy that much. Like I can't really, I can't do milk anymore. So it's strictly like almond milk, oat milk, and all that stuff. I'll try and like get milkshakes and stuff and ice cream. Like I'm still cool on that, but like coffee and all that, nah. Got to be the alternative milks. Got you, got you. Okay, that makes sense. That's a 
that's fair um, for your body. Yeah, I can't give up milkshakes and ice cream, though, because I tried the Oatly ice cream. It just doesn't hit the same. Oatly, I, I, I enjoy your milk, but the, your ice cream sucks, bro. I'm sorry. Your ice cream is lacking. A lot of no, alternative you're doing milk. The, you're doing the wrong thing. You're not supposed to look for alternative. You're supposed to quit and just move to sorbet like I did. Oh, man. Wait, so what's the difference between sorbet and a sherbet? That's a great question. I don't I do not know. Okay. Who knows? It could be the same thing. But fruit base, ice base, sugar, sweet, tasty. That's that's pretty much it. That's what a sorbet is all about. And yeah. I just made the transition. It's like, yeah, I love vanilla ice cream. And there's some spots in Brooklyn, like the vegan ice cream shots are like delicious. But only vanilla right. tastes good. All the other flavors suck. Suck. So ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love vanilla ice cream. I grew up on it. Um, with the pecans, a big fan of that. Ooh. But if I could just switch to sorbet only, which I already have, that's the life for me. Sorbet, let's go. Well, also vanilla ice cream is like best-selling ice cream of all time. Like it's 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 the goat, it's the king. Love a good vanilla ice cream too. I like a nice almond. You know what that is? It's like whether you get like a pie, slice of pie, or or like cake, you get a scoop of ice cream with it. My favorite thing ever. Especially if it's, especially if the pastry is hot and warm, oh, that's the next level right there. Okay, so like apple pie. Yeah, apple pie. Cobbler. Yeah, or okay. a nice chocolate cake. I, I remember I used to go to Red Lobster a lot, and they had this thing called a chocolate wave, and it was just a thick slice of chocolate cake, and it was a warm piece of chocolate cake. It had chocolate frosting. It had chocolate chips on it too, and then they gave. A scoop of vanilla ice cream, bruh. That dessert right there was still the best dessert I've ever had in any sort of uh, restaurant chain. Like, nothing that has beaten it still to this day. Have I had better dessert? Absolutely. But as far as chain restaurants, nothing beats Chocolate Wave at Red Lobster. Nothing. Nope, never had it, but I do know what you're talking about because I think Domino sells the same thing. <laughs> oh, you mean that lava cake thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yo, that's my joint, too. I love oh, it. That's disgusting, bro. You don't like it? No, absolutely not. Why? Uh, too sweet? No, it's just like there's something fake about chocolate where it's just too similar to spongy. That would be the term. Too spongy. When it's too spongy, it's no longer good. It just tastes like a chocolate pound cake, right? Compared to a real cake where it's like smooth, nicely layered, and comfortable. So that's the best way I could frame it. If it's too spongy, that's like buying a $1 packet of like whatever brownie in your local bodega. Listen, I would always go to the bodega and get those dollars. Oh, I loved it too. I loved it. But it's like. When you get older and you eat like real chocolate cake, and you're like, oh, you get older, yeah, you your get... taste buds are more refined. And I've had charcuterie boards. Oh, Fine, mousse. I get it. You mean like a mousse seven bouche. layers with, with exactly chocolate mousse on top of this cake, like just to give it that bitter okay. bitter taste? You telling me sweet and bitter is a perfect combo? Who it knows? is. Uh, milk chocolate and then like dark chocolate. That's a great combo. Exactly. Exactly. Milk chocolate mousse, dark chocolate mousse, milk chocolate mousse. That dark sounds chocolate. good. Not gonna lie. Cake. That sounds super fire. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But Bashin, I haven't forget forgotten my roots, okay? I would enjoy that, but also I would enjoy the, the lava cake ganache 
from Domino's. I feel you. Yeah. That's how it is sometimes. But shout out to oh yeah, with the ganache paste. Uh yeah. What? Exactly. With chocolate. But hey, if y'all eat the tuna fish from <laughs> from Subway, please let us know. Go to blackseinfeldny at gmail.com and, and talk to us. Let us know. Inform us about your crazy ass decision and what made you get tuna. Why did you even bother to get tuna? Or if you've ever had fish from the bodega from the local bodega have you ever had a crab cake have you ever had that salmon have you ever tried all that stuff please let us know and bastion i just want to give a special shout out to all of our international listeners because there has been a lot of them as of late so we want to give a big shout out to everyone in ireland shout out to y'all shout out to everyone in the uk and australia too the land down under we appreciate y'all australians I don't know why the hell y'all found this, but yo, thank you. The way you say Australians make it sound like they're aliens. Well, tech, <laughs> they're like on the other side of the world, though. Well, because of where we are, we're in the East Coast. Yeah. And, All right, sounds about right. And technically, isn't I know like in Australia, like they're they're like a day ahead of us. So technically, is it Friday over there now? It's not a day, but it's like. A lot, maybe like 16 plus hours. Yeah, or so. 16, 15 hours ahead. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Well, time to go to Song of the Week this week. Bastion, he is back. Bastion, the prince of toxicity himself. Brent Fires is back with another one. And this is a leak, too. This wasn't even supposed to drop. This dropped like four hours ago. And I'm so happy I got it. This is Brent Fires. Featuring the one and only Drizzy Drake. And this track is called Wasting Time. Bastion, I'm I'm excited to play this for you. I want to hear your honest opinion on this track. Everyone take some time. Take five minutes. Vibe out. This is Black Seinfeld. We'll be right back. in peace Cause all of these niggas be on you I'm just saying I can be yeah. The one that you call and you talk to, girl I'll share my world with you If you're gonna waste your time If you're gonna waste your time you what you need to waste your time with me You could have all the space All that you need It's no pressure If they got time I'll give you a clear mind 
might get you some insight. I'll share my world with an apartment put you inside a g-class that's just a start it can plenty things count in life but none of them is a thought of it new piece around my neck is chess games cause shorty stay with calculated moves like beth Harmon. swear i'm more purple rain prince than prince charming disappointment i stay expecting it the pessimist gold medalist flush the magnums just so they not collecting my specimens damn the way she with poppy man you would think she's a veteran on remembrance cleaning ladies sweep the room daily for all the evidence of everything i ever did do they have a pool there? Do they have a gym there? You used to do skincare, but now you do swimwear. Your ex-roommate got a condo that's downtown, but she got no furniture in her crib. I've been there. Checkmate, even though you hate that I even check her, I still get an E for effort. Only time I play the back and forth is a Leah record. If I let you talk first and nobody is speaking second, fluent and passive aggression, that's why you acting dismissive. Hearing me out for once will require you actually listen. Damn. Damn. The boy is back, I never turn my back I just slapped them, so now all that they see is my back Say that damn Maybach bands with me in the back When I wasn't accurate, I still couldn't clean on my act Whenever I tell the truth, you feel like you being attacked But that come with being attached, so how about we leave it at that? If you gonna waste your time Then waste your time with me Cause I'm getting you Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was Brent Fias featuring Drake, Wasting Time. Bastion, what are your thoughts on this track, man? Brent Fias does not miss, damn it. He does not miss. He just keeps dropping dope-ish after dope-ish after dope-ish. And now he got Drake? Drake? On the track, bruh? And it wasn't even like regular Drake. It was the boy Drake, okay? Because I was thinking since... Brent, since Brent is the singing dude, I figured Drake would be on this. Ha, 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 ha. But nah, he had the boy on this. Come on, bro. You you know you like the song. You know you like the track. Yeah, it's well. First listen sounds good. I would like to listen to it a couple more times. 
But like I said, first listen, it sounds good. I've listened to this thing five times already. Brent Fires needs to stop playing around and just drop the album already, Brent. Just drop the album. And that's where I want to talk about, Bash. And we're going to get into albums, EPs, mixtapes that we've enjoyed throughout this half year so far. And also, I have a list too, Bashan, of, of artists that I want albums from, mixtapes, EPs, whatever. I want, I want projects from this year. I have a list of, of people who I think are going to drop, who could possibly drop, who I want to drop. And I also have a list of, yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen, but it would be nice if it yeah, does. Let's go over it. We're halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. And we just want to tell the people what we like so far for them to check out. And hopefully there'll be uh, records that will replace our current list oh, absolutely. for the rest of the year. So that's why I'm excited for it. I know Vince Staple is coming out with something on July 9th. Mm-hmm. So that should be very interesting. Call Vince Staple. Bastion, now that we are seven months into 2021. Eh, it's six. Well, it's July it's July now. July 1st, so yeah, we're six we're months in. Well, we're fine, six months, six months in. You're right. I'd like to know um, your opinion on the year 2021 as far as music is concerned. Because last year, 2020, I remember us having this discussion about how music seemed more for people to experience at home or in their car or uh, in their earbuds because of the pandemic, you know, people really couldn't do much instead except for just be inside. And I think um, artists had just found their ways to create content and music to, to appease that. And, now i think in 2021 now that things are opening back up again things are or going back to normal we're seeing all the heavy hitters out we see a lot of music that is a bit more loud and brash and uh, a lot more music for your car but like to go out or to go commit some acts of of murder that's just me or go to the club i, I think A- that acting acting shysty acting shysty and yeah In looking at my list of of music that I've been enjoying a lot, I'll be completely honest. It's been a lot of gangster stuff, drug talk. Yeah, a lot of gangster stuff and drug talk. I'm not going to lie. And then a sprinkle of R&B here and there. Interesting. We may have a different list. Definitely. Only because this year, um, especially after March, I started listening to a little bit less music. Compared to last year, where I was pretty much listening to everything that comes out on Friday. But to kind of continue your conversation of how music has been between the uh, for the last six months, it, it feels fine. It feels like a continuation of 2020. Mm. It feels like there are albums that are created for to listen into your car and your earbuds. But I think that's how everything is created nowadays or curated it will be the perfect word for that you know you call the engineers like hey i want this album to sound really really good like with spatial art audio right mm-hmm. like 4d audio 5d audio or whatever you know left right pan left and right speakers you know sound coming from the back which is basic uh production stuff but i feel like it 
maybe they want to move towards that direction. A lot of party music, even though they know people aren't going to come outside as much, but they want to prepare. They want something for the summer because a lot of these artists are preparing tours already. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I follow Tim Polly because I listen. I recently listened to an interview uh, with uh, Kevin Parker, and he was talking about doing tours. And like, yeah, they're going to put something on the board. And if it doesn't work and they have to cancel it, they'll just cancel it just right. because of how everything is right now. True. There there are a lot of tours going on. Tours, festivals are back. I've seen a lot of festival curations going on. I've seen like the Icy Brothers are, are, are going to be doing festivals now, which is nuts. I saw yeah. the one for, for L.A. I think the L.A. one is bananas because yeah. Snoop and Ice Cube and the Isley Brothers and George Clinton and Funkadelic. Uh, uh, the game YG basically everyone in LA is going to be yeah. at this festival in December and just I'm roll just down like, with the limo bruh I, re- I want to go to that so bad really yeah, do that, that one looks like a very interesting uh, festival but to continue what you're saying I think it's just a continuation of 2020 there's always a mood or a shift or a feeling we we got our trap music we have our instrumentals we have our drug rap gangster rap still the same and we have our pop music so all of that same energy. So yeah, it, that's that's the way I look at it. It's just an extension of 2020. Okay, I respect that because I remember doing our list, our episode of 2020 albums. A lot of the stuff, a lot of the uh, music I was listening to, it was it was a lot of sad stuff. Like, like you had Mac Miller, for example. Uh, I remember having. Who else was on that list of just like, this is pretty sad. Uh, I remember the gorillas had, had some sad stuff. Uh, can't think of anything else off, off rip. Oh, of course the weekend, but you know, it's the weekend. Yeah. So I just remember a lot, like just a lot of sad stuff. And, and this time around, it just seems like the complete opposite of just, Hey, I'm outside. Now we all outside turn up with our mask on because I'm responsible. But yeah, I just see that um, that polar opposite of what it was 2020. Of course, you have a lot of stuff coming out now um, about 2020. Of course, you hear like a lot of pandemic bars and all that stuff, but it, it seems like um, a lot of that stuff now is like, hey, we've experienced the pandemic. Now we're out of this pandemic, quote unquote, and now mm-hmm. we're just here to enjoy life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because I'm looking at my list from last year, and I could say I could find some parallels between so far what I've been listening to. So just like a quick, like Chloe, Chloe and Haley, Ungodly Hour, Fiona Apple, Tim Paula, Charles Gambino, like Denzel Curry. It's like open my eel. Those are still parallel to the music that are coming today. So I could like pretty much say, yeah, I like Fiona Apple. And this year, I'm, I was a big fan of like, St. Vincent, you know, not the same, mm-hmm. the same album at all. Not saying yeah, that, not at all. I'm just saying, I'm saying it's just like, you know, you, you could compare them if you want to. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it, man. What are certain albums that you've been listening to that you want people to check out? So I'm gonna go over like the albums that are on replay all the time for me. Okay, right. Then later we we'll talk about like, yeah, you should check out this and. I do have a list of albums that just garbage and I just oh, want to get do? out the way. <laughs> yeah. It's like just disappointments. But okay. uh, first thing first, Sounds of Ancestors, Mad Lib, beautiful instrumental uh, 
project. I listen to it all the time. Love everything. Crabtree still like Crabtree got to be the song of the year for me. Just a beautiful record. I felt the soul in it. He knows what he's doing. Bronkhampton, group of guys came back after a couple years break, especially with things that going on with the band. But I love the new sound. Most of the songs were leaks from last year, but I love how they fixed them up and it's just it just made them better. So I love to hear demos and what came on the album is just perfect. Uh, Makame, Pray for Haiti, great project. I still listen to it in rotation. This project, I kind of you can listen to this project on shuffle because I accidentally pressed the shuffle button and I thought it was fine that way. So <laughs> just a light note. Tyrone, Slow Thigh, still a great album. Still listen to it. There's a couple songs that I favorited that's in a couple of my playlists. So that gets some plays here and there. Drake, Scary Hours 2, not an album, but a very interesting EP that still sounds very good. And just look in the track, What's Next? Lemon Pepper Freestyle. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's six-minute track. But yeah, like those those are just fun tracks. It was cool yeah. like the first time I heard it, and then I was just like, yeah, I'm not listening to this all the time. Got it. But then um, Chemtrails Over the Country Club. Lion Del Rey, still one like my one of my favorite uh, records of this year. Uh, Shelly FKA Drum, that's a great record. This like I was watching uh, Anthony Pantano, and he was dissing this album. I was like, "What? There's some great songs. You like you, you like the? Wait, why did he diss the, the album? What didn't he like? He didn't like the cover that he did with Daft Punk. I was like, "What? No, that's like my favorite cover ever. It's it's such a great song, but." To each his own opinion. Yeah. Well, yeah, he gave <laughs> Culture Three a damn two out of ten. So, yeah, yeah I whatever. gave it lower too. Um, so this the first song that you played today. Yes, Kodak Black, Haitian boy Kodak. He's crazy. I do not support him as an artist, but this album is good. <laughs> I told um, you, bro, this is fire. <laughs> it's just good. It's just good. Sometimes just some some records are just good. I'm I'm happy uh, to see Haitians men support each other. I, I'm happy to see I, this. I, I I don't support Coda your, Black. Your fellow so, your fellow Z. I just want to say it's a good album. That's it. I don't support him though. Fair. Uh, <laughs> Daddy's Home by Saint Vincent. Great album. Very fun to listen to. I prefer this album. Uh, blasting in my speakers or my car just sounds better with the in- life instruments. Flying Lotus. Yasuke. Um. Just a beautiful album. Another instrumental album. So we got Flying Lois and Mad Lips. Like those are the best of the best. And you're still able to do it, killing the game. Jasmine Su- Sullivan. Uh this insane album. She's getting her accolades, which I love to see. And like the last album that I'm I'm still listening to over and over is This Thing Is Ours by The Alchemist, with features from like Earl Sweatshirt. Right, right, right. Um it's a short album. It's it's pretty much ten minutes and then after that, you just get the instrumentals by itself. But it's just a very fun, small uh, EP project. But yeah, those, those are my like 3, 6, 9, 12 albums that I do have in rotation. But I'll go over other albums that like you could check out too. Okay. Well, well, Bastion, I think that's a great list. Of course, we're, we're going to have a lot of similarities as well. A couple of differences too. I have a big one that you think is not a great album by any means and i gotta start this off in december of 2020 because of course it was only a month of of 2020 left to enjoy so you know it has trickled over into my 2021 listens you know Damn, this... if you're gonna say that then channel trez that's my only one okay that, like, cool came out in the okay. end of december yeah that, still good channel Trez. Okay. i can't go outside that that's all i want to say okay all right channel trez cool 
you know, this this man right here, he he's the blueprint to all of this bashing. He's the blueprint of Travis Scott, Don Tolliver, all of that. And that's the, the blueprint. The blueprint, okay? The blueprint, okay? And he and he's completed his trilogy in December of 2020. My man, Kid Cuddy, Man on the Moon 3. Fire. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, fire album, beautiful album. I don't care what you say, Bastion, because I think you're wrong. This album is still great. It's still in my heavy rotations. Love this album, man. I love I loved the, the fact that, you know, I love seeing my artists happy now, okay? Because Kid Warcetti, he's been through a battle, okay? 2016, I believe, he checked himself into rehab. Um, and then, you know, all, all the good stuff started happening. He was in Kid Seat Ghost. With Kunye at the time, 2018, that was an interesting time of, of, of music and of history. And then 2020, he came back to, to complete the trilogy of the Man on the Moon series with Man on the Moon 3. This is the happiest we've seen Kid Cudi. We've seen the growth of Kid Cudi. He's a family man now. Um, I know a lot of the critiques, <coughs> Bastion, um, said that you know he sounded a lot like uh, Travis Scott and all that stuff, but... Again, he was the first one with this kind of style, with this flow. Um, I get what they, I get, I understand like the beats may have been very Travis Scotty, but I think, you know, since this is Kid Cudi and he's the first one to do it, uh, I think people tend to forget that a lot of times. It's like uh, Richard Pryor being, being the blueprint to like guys like uh, Eddie Murphy and, 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 uh, and Chris Rock and Chris Tucker and all that stuff too. When you watch, um, when you watch him first, people, people be like, "Oh, you know, he, he's just doing the, he's just doing what what they're doing." But you know, he's he's the first one that did it. Is that's what I'm trying to say? He he was the first guy doing it. So that's one album that I've been um, on consistent repeat still. And I don't care what you say, Bashin. It's fire. Okay. 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 Let me like what I like. Um, now let's get into 2021. Jasmine Sullivan Hotels. Bruh, this album right here is in contenders for mm-hmm. best album of the whole year. Uh, this came out in January. As Bastion said, I am happy that she's getting so much accolade for this. Uh, apparently, this is just a tape. Like, this isn't even an album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, little, a little glimpse of the future. Yeah. Um, she gave us a little bit of leftovers with that new track, Tragic, which definitely um, feels like it was part of Hotels, but it was left off. Uh, love the collabs, love the stories being told, um, love, just, just love the voice, love, love the collabs, love, I love everything about hotels, to be honest, uh, shoot, it was just a great way to start off January, um, with the cold ass weather that we've been dealing with, with a nice bit of R&B to warm us up. So that's one album that I still have on proper rotation. Another one was the Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack. It has been at least, what, three years since we've had a good, a good solid movie soundtrack, and that was the Black Panther album. Now Judas and the Black Messiah gave, gave us like 20 tracks of just straight fire, straight bangers. I believe like the first 10 tracks, it was very... It was very pro-black. It was very political. And then, like, the the other 10 tracks, it got very ignorant and got very wild, got very crazy because, again, it is Chicago. So it was great to see a lot of uh, 
Chicago artists in this album, but also, you know, you got you got your heavy hitters on there. You had a J track with it's crazy. Hustle. I do not remember this album at all. Really? I do remember liking Revolutionary by Bump J and G Herbo. Yeah. Uh, her her was was had this um had a track as well and won a Grammy for it. Um I think an Oscar too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah, remember this came out in February. So I have I have a lot of tracks on here that I enjoyed. It was there was one with JID and Rhapsody that I enjoyed a lot. Oh, what else? There's there's just so much music on this. And I think the reason why I like it is because it's a curated album, right? I know it's like 20-something tracks long and it's over an hour. But, you know, it's just different artists on these on these tracks doing just completely different styles and, and, and just giving this album everything that it, and that it can be given to one Fred Hampton, R.I.P. So Judas and the Black Messiah, definitely one of my favorites. Um, also similar to Bashan, Mad Lib with Sound Ancestors. Um, great album to listen to when I'm studying, um, when I'm reading. Uh, it's great background music just to vibe to, for lack of a better term, just to, to chill out to, to unwind to, to meditate to. Uh, one of my favorites on that front. Also, let's get into some Griselda, Benny the Butcher, oh, yeah. Harry yeah, Fraud. Yeah plugs i met too i think one of the best griselda projects to come out this year i think i think benny got it with this track with this album of course with with uh harry fraud as always great beats great samples great selections of course it's griselda it's benny the butcher it's a lot of drug talk a lot of a lot of drug colloquialisms um just ride around in this and you feel like a like a gangster. You, know, you feel you feel like Tony Montana. You feel like you're untouchable. So that's what this album gives me. Also, uh Moneybag Yo. I was shocked at this. I wasn't expecting this. Moneybag Yo's A Gangsta's Pain has been getting a lot of great reviews. And it honestly made me check out this album. Um I think one of the best rap albums so far of the year. Uh shoot. Where, where, where to start? Love love the trap. Love the trap in this. Uh, I love to see that Memphis is getting its flowers as far as rap is concerned because you got guys like Moneybag Yo. And then the next artist that I'm going to talk about afterwards. Uh, love the trap. Love the drug talk. Uh, love the... I love the gangsta love songs. Love all of it. Um, again, a great track, a great album. If you just want to feel like a goon, I told you it's a lot of gangster stuff on this bastion. Again, another Memphis MC who's currently locked up because he's about that life. I mean, with a name like Pooh Shiesty, you should be. It's I feel I feel like it's on brand for Pooh Shiesty to be locked up right now. But I don't know what he did to be honest. But anyways, Pooh Shiesty, the Double XL freshman, 2021 candidate with Shiesty season. Great album. You heard songs like Back in Blood, but, you know, there's more than Back in Blood on this. And, and there's more about Pooh being about that life, Bastion. That's, that's all I'm going to say about that. More trap, more trap influence, more gangsta bars, more murders will be committed due to Shiesty season. 
So if you see anyone around you with all black Nike Air Force Ones, stay clear away from him, okay? Because that man is a demon, and I don't want you to get angle slam and suplexed and they get put on Twitter and Worldstar. So please stay clear. And if they're bumping Shicey season and they have the all black Air Force Ones, stay clear away. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Stay away. You hear me? You stay away. Let's keep on going. Conway the Machine, La Makina, great album. Um, good follow-up to um, From King to a God. It's not better than From King to a God, but again, being that this is Con Conway, he's one of my favorite artists. He's my favorite Griselda member, as we've talked about all the time. And it's the same thing like that I always say about about Conway. Whenever he raps, I just feel him. I think it's it's very it's very hard nowadays to 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 listen to, to rappers sometimes because sometimes I don't believe in everything that they talk about and and what they rap about doesn't hit me to the core. It doesn't it doesn't pull at my heartstrings, but for some reason I think Conway's voice just you just hear pain and you hear realness and you hear suffering and I and I can relate to it and I feel it and I respect it. And he's got great tracks on this one as well. It's not that long. It's only like eight or nine tracks, so it's a, it's a pretty quick listen. Um, what else do I have? Along with Bastion, I have Shelly, formerly known as Drum, self-titled. I remember we talked about this album, and I'll say it again. If you want to get butt naked in silk sheets, you put on this album right here. It's so smooth. It's so slow. You want to make love to your, to your lady to this album. Um, one thing I don't appreciate, though, I will say this now, Bastion, is I don't like how Drum is talking to me. I don't like the sensual talk in my ear, Drum. I'm going to keep it real. Oh, I'm sorry, Shelly. I don't, I don't like that, okay? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it was, it was, it's not for me, but hey, I get it. I get it. You're, you're, you're trying to portray that mood, and I understand it. Love this album. Again, I don't know why Anthony Fantano is hating on this album. This is a great freaking album. It really is, man. This is something that you play. This is something that I would play like right now, late at night, on my way home. That's I like playing some some slow, some like some like Shelly, formerly known as Drums, self-titled sophomore album. This is a this is a more refined drum from his earlier days of I like the Cha Cha and Broccoli. Uh, he he went to rehab for his uh for his alcohol and, and drug problems and, and now he's you know, he's he's taking a different leap. He's he's more into his R and B bag and hopefully Drake won't steal his style again. So we'll see. Hopefully, I'm fingers crossed, Shelly. Thank you for this album. It's definitely going to be on my list. Brock Hampton, as you said, Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine. Ever since Amir Van left, bruh, I, I, I'll be honest, man. It, it was very noticeable in, in the uh, Brock Hampton albums. I remember Iridescence and then the other one where I, I think they were hugging. I, I don't remember the... The name of the album but but i will say this um you know those two albums it, it was very noticeable that you know there was there was some sort of loss and there was some sort of um loss and, and spark and still honestly amir van was was still my favorite 
member of Brockhampton at that time. And unlike Bastion, I didn't hear any of the leaks. So when going into this, um, I didn't, I wasn't expecting much. So I remember hearing the first track with Danny Brown. I was like, oh, snap, this this sort of feels like that that same spark, that same energy that they had back in 2017. And so I'm very happy that I, I listened to the album. I enjoyed a lot of the collabs. I enjoyed they, they um, draw on the level now to get Uncle Charlie Wilson. I thought that was great. Uh, I enjoyed, I always enjoy pro wrestling lines. So I remember uh, your boy JPEG Mafia was on the track and he said that um, I'm underrated um, and bald like a maven, which is a... Uh, which is a very old school wrestler who who threw the Undertaker out the ring at the Royal Rumble 2002, I believe. So shout out to Maven. Um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely one of my favorite albums, one of my favorite spring albums, and I still listen to that heavily right now. Now that it's summertime, this goes hard on on sum, on summer season right now, Bastion. This is still definitely in my rotation. What else? Oh. Similar to you, I do have uh, Flying Lotus with Yasuke. Great album to have in your background as well, similar to what I said about Mad Lib. And I will say this once, and I will say this again. Flying Lotus, Yasuke, great album. The anime sucks. Do not watch it. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I have anything else? Oh, yes, yes. Um, similar to you again. Kodak Black, Haitian boy Kodak. Listen, this man, fresh out of jail getting pardoned by the president, the former president, and he came out with some fire. Listen, I I am, I feel like I should say this. I'm similar in Bastion, and I don't support everything Kodak Black does. But the music, god damn it, this man is talented, okay? I think it's hard to not acknowledge the fact that Kodak Black is one talented cat. And Kodak Black, he, he knows, like, he knows to give us short doses of, of his albums. He's always done that, by the way. He's always given us short albums. He's in and he's out. And he does a bit of exp experimenting with his album, dare I say. Of course, this is Haitian boy Kodak. Um, Kodak is is proudly a Haitian's man, right, Bastion? So he he was mm -hmm. rapping in Creole. You know, he was he was he was given a bit of culture in this uh, album such as Z in Jamaican. He said he will um, teach his chick some Creole and then he's going to eat some Griot. I thought that was fire. <laughs> thought the that was a great stuff. Yeah, that, that was a great bar. Um, yeah, tracks like Zimye, Zimye. I don't know this. I don't know the lyrics, but you know what I'm talking about, Bastion. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, I love to see the the growth of one Kodak Black. It seems like he he's a bit more remorseful in this uh, in this album. I I, I say um, definitely more than a lot of his other albums. Like because Kodak would go to jail and he'd come back and he would rap about yeah I'll do the same thing again on some ignorant rah rah. This one right here, Kodak, he seems like he's he's starting to understand like all right I need to slow down. I've been doing a lot of crap in my life and I think like I need to you know re do some reevaluation. Uh, and I think, yeah. yeah, and I think that's it as far as albums that are that's still in my heavy rotation that I listen to a lot. I have albums on here that I have tracks that I pull from, but we could get into that, right? Yeah, no, I'm not interested in tracks. Okay, 
yeah, just like albums, like projects people listen to. I actually did have a list of um a couple people, like um, is it also another Alchemist project with Armin Hammer Haram? That's a nice track, a nice album to check out. Um, Mustafa, When Smoke Rises. That's another album that's like beautiful that I might put on the list. But I I need to keep give it a couple more listens. But within the first couple listens, I heard the album. I was a big fan of them. And uh, Mickey Blanco, Broken Hearts and Beauty. So those are like albums that I recommend people to check out. I have to kind of listen on my own free time before I put them on the list myself. Okay. But let, let's talk about some whackness. And also Wolf, Al- Wolf Alice. That's another album okay. um, I do want to listen to. Oh, can I give some, some albums for people to check out? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, Another uh, December 2020 uh, album. Rico Nasty, Nightmare Vacation. I still bumped some tracks to that on, on that. Um, of course, if you like Rico Nasty, if you like that uh, flair, that energy, that that rock, metal, punk, hip-hop aesthetic, I think you're going to enjoy this. Um, if you want some more gangsta-ish, of course, YG is back with Mozzie of Sacramento, Oak Park, with Community Service, with a K, of course, because, you know, you got to keep it right exactly la um cali west coast uh banging music uh, of course you know a big fan of yg love his stuff uh love mozzie as well uh freshman 2021 uh nominee as well candidate blast is on this project um so definitely check out that uh, migos the first eight tracks of culture three fire everything else you can get rid of love that uh what what else oh um chica once upon a time the ep love chica love her so much she's super talented she can rap she can sing i love i love how um how cohesive this ep is it's only i believe six seven tracks you're in and you're out and i think that's about it gotcha. yes yeah, so this was how many albums did I talk about? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not so yeah, bad. there's a lot of music that we have. Yes. Um, there's some songs that some albums that we did relate to in terms of like the instrumental projects and stuff, but that's that's pretty cool. That's great. Thank you. So man. We have a lot in common, of but course. I'm pretty sure we also have the same in common with projects that are just whack. And I have like two on the top of my head right now. One of them has to be the J. Cole project. <laughs> you know, I know every- people were asking. I know people were like, oh, what about J. Cole? Screw the J. Cole album. All right. It, it was, was boring, weird, man. It, it was, was boring. boring. Okay. And the rollout was like so weird because he went to uh, what, what, what country do you play basketball in again? Oh, crap. I forget what. what Rwanda. What, Rwanda. Yes. And he only put up like five points. A well, rebound. I don't care about stats. I, I did. Just, it's just like a 36 year old playing his like ball dreams in another country. Eh, let him yeah. let him get that. But yeah, I, I you remember. Be, no, like, come on, all these ba- you know, rappers they they play basketball all the time, but not on any type of league level. I'm pretty sure most of them can, but we we don't need to just play ball. Let's play ball with like at the rec, you know, hey, in the fine. rec center. Fine, but yes, I I figured people would be wondering, oh, where's the J Cole album? Where's yeah, nah. Again, it was boring i'm not gonna lie it was boring 
Yeah, another album that wasn't good is your your favorite DJ uh, Khaled all around. Yeah, there you go. Your <sighs> favorite all around producer DJ Khaled. Oh man, this album was ass once again, dude. I don't think we're ever gonna. He's ever gonna recapture that 2016 major key era. Like that's no, gone. no. He can. He's just. I won't call him old because I think that's ages. It's just lazy. Lazy might be one of them, or no longer understands what's good anymore. I understand that he could bring his friends, like the same people that he's worked with in the past, to get by onto records. But when you have Jay Z and Nas together yeah. again like you should give them like the heaviest hard knocking beat ever it wasn't and success al- and not a lot exactly like su- I, I i like success i know people dislike success but i i, really? I think it's a fine track yeah Why you don't, don't like they- it i like it oh okay i thought you were dissing it i thought no. you didn't like it i think black republicans is the track people hate yeah it is it is okay so black republicans everybody's got it so another track you get these two artists together and in my opinion, it's like just allow them to rap and don't allow Jay Z to give you this like word spoken word rap because that's like my least favorite Jay Z, and that's like kind oh, of like Jay Z like, getting uh, the check real quick. Like here you go, I'm 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 going to you know say something quick, smooth, and that's pretty much it. That's that's all you get. Then you get like some boring bars from Nas. Like these are two people Nas, that April. are friends now but hate each other at one point in time, so they do have this like emotional rap battery in they're them, still petty where, it, where yeah exactly well, they're jay's still, petty. still petty but jay's jay's still petty this man... so it's like they have some battery in them in order to push them to write and if you dj Khaled, have the opportunity to take two juggernauts put them in the same room together or just of course separately and you can't get something good out of it then like what's the point what's yeah, the point I, I i agree but also i'd rather get an album from swiss beats You know well, what? Actually, his album was pretty good, if I remember. It was pretty good. Now that you mentioned Swiss Beats, I'm not going to lie. The DMX album. I don't like it. Not good. Hey, hey, man. I, I don't know. We're not supposed to say it. Like, I get it. But I'm being honest here. As X's final album, I don't even, I don't put the blame on X. I put it a lot on the production, put it a lot on Swiss Beats, because it was not good, okay? How the hell are you going to have a DMX album, and you don't get a lot of DMX on it? Like, he, a lot of this, a lot of this songs just sound unfinished. Am I lying here, Bash? Does it not, not only, sound unfinished? Like, I, I know what a finished record sounds like, especially when um, someone passes away, you know, in, in terms of like um i'm trying to remember the band why can't i remember can i kick it <laughs> a tribe called quest uh, there you go sorry it's late it's okay tribe called quest five dog passed away yes. but he did record a lot of tracks and for the next like six seven years uh q-tip curated slowly kept working on the tracks until it came out perfect take a couple years work on those tracks you know add new, add new features if you like but still make it him don't overwhelm it with features don't be michael jackson's album right but as someone that cares about this man you should hold on to the project and just like stretch stretch it out until it becomes nice and clean of course you could just drop like demos at the end like they did for michael jackson stuff 
Right. Uh, but at the same time, it's like maybe that that music was like ready to go and they shipped it out, or maybe it was um like just demos that I was just laying around because I'm pretty sure Michael Jackson said would, would probably thought like I I I wish you never listened to any of my demos. Yeah. Similar to Prince, I figured you know with a, yeah. lot, a lot of the Prince stuff being released and and like the Michael Jackson Escape album being released, he never wanted those albums or or songs to ever have ever come out ever. Those are gonna stay in the vault, but you know the estate does what the estate does and they release all of the stuff that isn't meant for the uh, the ear. And I remember we had this discussion of the remixes sucks, but then. They gave us the the album of the original cuts, and we were like, "Damn, this is really good." Yeah, the original cuts are fire, but like, what? you keep you keep forgetting like these producers, they only want to be perfectionists. So what they consider like a, a like a seven could be like a twelve to us. Exactly, one hundred percent. And you know what was crazy? I I remember specifically one track that all it was. I think it was "Love Never Felt So Good," and all it was was just a piano. That's all it was. And it sounded great. And the remix was with punk ass Justin Timberlake. And then freaking Timbaland was definitely on the beat remixing it. And he was doing the whole album. Timberland yeah, did, like, dog. The whole thing. I wasn't I wasn't rocking with that. Nah, bro. I, I felt some type of way. I felt Using some a keyboard type. for drums. It was yeah, too I, much. I know Timbaland. It was doing a bit <laughs> too much there. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, slime, slime, slime season too. Uh, another record that was just boring you know yeah. that's kind of goes back to what i was saying about 2020 and 2021 are very similar mm-hmm. in terms of we're, we're still getting the same production as you know pierre born five came out i'm like eh, you know it's whatever he's still like the best producer like really really good producer within the past three years four six years but it's like come on it's like we, we gotta leave the trap sound eventually you mm-hmm. know but we're, we're gonna stick. It's gonna stick around for another two, three, four years. Nick Caution, sorry, anywhere but here wasn't that great. Uh, yeah, you, nah, dog. It, it was. It wasn't good. I get it. You know, it was. It was very rapidy rap, bruh. And I'm not gonna lie, dog. It got boring after a while listening to it. I'm sorry. Just, just hey. wasn't it. It, it'd be like that sometimes it'd but. be like that bro i don't want to hear all that lyrical miracle and all that and then you want to diss all the rappers and all that yeah whatever hap- what happened to hip-hop oh i hate those i hate those kinds of albums and i hate those kind of artists to be real don't the like them just re- re- last like finishing statement about okay. what you just said anytime a rapper that's like under the age of like i like to say 40 right yeah. maybe 35 Right? No, okay. I think 40. I think 40 is like the prime age. Any rapper under the age of 40 said, what happened to real hip-hop? You weren't born. You just weren't born. Real hip-hop, you, you just weren't born yet. Yeah. Real hip-hop is not recorded. Real hip-hop is in the streets. Real hip-hop has no hook. That is true. It just, and it's just a loop beat from yes. like a disco song. That's real hip-hop. It's the get-down. It's the breakdown. It's the, exactly. And that's real hip-hop. And that's it. If anyone ever says what happened to real hip hop, say it, it, it's, you put it on record. Go up, they put it on up, wax. Go uptown. No, no, no. It's hip hop is dead <laughs> in that concept. Like whatever happened to hip hop, it's on wax. What changed hip hop? It's on wax. That, that's it. That's that's my joke. If anyone ever asks you, hip hop is dead today. So now, now once they put it on wax, that's when they finished. Yeah. But shout out to hip hop music. Shout out to hip hop music. We love you. 
And without speaking, you, we wouldn't be here. Speaking of hip hop music, let's get into like the the newest oh, albums that recently oh, released. Hold on, Bash. I'm sorry. Um, real quick, I have a list of people who I want albums from. Oh, okay. You want? Let's go over that then. Yeah. Um, so, I already said Vince Staples, but he's really coming out. Well, with something. yeah, he's coming yeah. out with something. Uh, I I really have like a like a top five here, but of course I have others. Like the top five, it's realistic that they can come out with something, and I really want yeah. them to come out with something. And then the rest is just like. I hope Kendrick Lamar is on that list. He's all the way at the bottom of. I hope he comes out with something, but I <laughs> realistically speaking, he's not. Also on that, realistically, he's not coming out or she's not coming out with anything. Uh, Frank Ocean, that's not happening anytime soon. He's still in his cave. And then Rihanna, but she's busy um, running a conglomerate, so I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon. Um, but the top of the list, I think people that actually have can drop some stuff. Number one, J.I.D., dude, he's been dropping tracks that have been fire. I've never... I would have never assumed that J.I.D. and Conway would be one of the best duos I've ever heard. But mm -hmm. I've been hearing J.I.D. on on Conway's album. I've heard Lucy's of Con of Conway on J.I.D.'s tracks. And wherever whatever J.I.D. has been on as of late, he's just been smashing it. Whatever verse, whatever track he's been releasing, they're, they've all been good. And it's time, J.I.D. J.I.D. is... is, is is sorely underrated, and I think people need to pay more attention to J.I.D. He's great, he is awesome, and he's better than J. Cole. Okay, next person. Um, again, the Prince of Toxicity himself. He he dropped, uh, apparently it was a mixtape last year. I thought it was an album. Brent Fayez. This whole year, Bastion, this half year so far, you know this. He's been dropping tracks. He's He's dropped a freaking... Uh, a little EP or whatever. I don't know if you remember that. I told, I talked to you about that. Um, yeah. Again, another leak with Drake. And this man has not been missing. There's more Brent Fayez tracks that I haven't even played yet in this show. And I will soon. But Brent Fayez, you need to stop it. You need to stop it and just come out the album. Please do it, Brent Fayez. Stop playing. SZA! It's been it's been it's been a while, SZA. It's been 2017 to be exact, and since then you you've been in been in a feature with Doja Cat, and I thank you for that. You've dropped you've dropped two tracks, Good Days, and then the track with uh with the Neptunes. Love that, but SZA, it's time. SZA, we love you, we care about you, we want to see you healthy, and we and more than important, we want to see an album drop from you, SZA. Okay, don't leave us hungry in these streets anymore, B. It's summertime. You've you've killed summer 2017 with with control. Now it's time for you to do it once again. Give us delete, okay? Just do it. Do it. And then oh yeah, of course this um this duo right here, you've been playing this song now for like two, three months, and I need for you to give us another track and just tell us when the album's dropping. Silk Sonic, I'm I'm getting sick of you. Okay, you had the balls to go into BET Awards and and Anderson Pack. You 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 played us, Anderson. You played us after, of course, leave the door open. You were like, oh, do you guys want to hear a new track? I was like, oh snap, hell yeah! And you know what he did? He said, nah, f y'all, we're gonna play the same song again because oh, it's still really? on Billboard. Yeah, he oh did that. God. He did that to me. I was so hurt. <laughs> 
Hey, he's milking it. He's there, so milking it, and I'm tired of it. I can't leave this door open for so long. You need. I'm gonna close the. Give us the damn album already. It's funny as artists that work really, really hard. Those two work really, really hard. I know. And they have a track where they could just milk a check out of it, just like every day for like months. They can milk it for the year. I'm betting. That's what it is. That's all about. They they knew exactly what that track was going to do. It's charismatic. Funky is groovy, it's classy. It has everything that uh, most a lot of songs do not have today, mm-hmm. and it has style. Yep. And they know people want that, so easy, e- easy check. So yeah, <laughs> Silk Sonic, hurry up! And then uh, I have two more. Um, yeah. One, Bobby, get back in the studio, bro. It's it's been a couple months now. You've been home since February. Get back in the damn studio, Bobby. No, it's so- I, I, I got to disagree. I know you, know, you disagree, but Jane nah, bro. For a long time really messed with the mind. You need some You need some time off. Gucci Mane got some time off. That is before true. He, he came out with a record. He came out with the damn album as soon as he came out, though. That's true. He did. but And freaking Rowdy's out here killing it. He's out here dropping albums. And, well, not albums. He's out here on singles and, and other people's albums. God damn it. Just... Just do it, please, Bobby. Just it doesn't even have to be an album. Just just a song, Bobby. Just a freaking song. Bobby's Wait, when back. When Gucci Man came out, it was 2016. Yeah, it was, it was 2016. Like everybody looking, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Walk, he came out with over. um Back on Road. He came out with Back on Road featuring Drake. And then after that, the album came out during summertime. Guap Home with Young Thug, um, P Print with Kanye. I remember that. Oh, Drop Top. Metro Boomin was all over. That mm-hmm. was like I think Drop Top was like my favorite. Drop Top, like, wow. Yeah, post post uh, post jail on Gucci Mane. But yeah. other than that, yeah, he has a lot of records. Yep. No one could be Gucci Mane. Of he course has not. For every single month. But Bobby, <laughs> you just just a track, dude. Please, just one track. Um, Lil Nas That's X is coming out with his debut, so he's taking off oh, my yeah. list. Shout out to Lil Nas X. He's like my favorite uh, Twitter. Oh man, and their tw- favorite artist, he's music video, awesome. He, he knows how to perform. He's so. great. And then the last one, yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be a while since we ever get a new damn album from this dude, especially since he won a damn Oscar or whatever. Um, Joey Badass, dude. It's been four years since your last album. I know last year you came out with the little Shine Pack. And then earlier this year, you came out with the track that I played on the show that Bastion really enjoyed, and I loved too. And hey, I get it. You're acting now. All right, you were in Mr. Robot and all that, and now you, you now you're a you're an Academy Award winner for for best um, movie short. But listen, at the end of the day, guess what? You're still a rapper. You're still a great rapper, and you're still from Brooklyn. And I need you to represent. It's been four years. Stop playing Joey Badass. Give me a goddamn album. And that's my list. Yeah, rappers like him surprise me when they like take a long break. It's been four <laughs> years, which is cool. Which is cool because uh, and when I'm not you come counting back... the Beast Coast album. I'm not counting that. Okay, but when you come back, you usually come out with something uh, fire, like K Dot. You know, I'm expecting him to come out with like a stream of albums. the The biggest flex K Dot could do is drop a three album. Like go. It's like, yo, I'm dropping three albums and one thing. One, two, three. Do whatever you want with it and just disappear again. <laughs> he could do I I, I don't want can do dual that. albums. I want three albums just in one go. Like a triple LP. That'll be the first ever would that be the first ever rap album no. that's a triple LP? No, there's another I forgot his name. He was with Stone Throw. 
And I think he mm-hmm. dropped like six albums all in one go because uh, Peanut Butter Wolf was like, yeah, let's just uh, let's just drop your entire music in one package and call it a deluxe. And people bought it. That's had to be that has to be over like 100 hours. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. It was, it was probably like seven hours or so. Seven, seven hours? hours? Okay. But yeah, three albums. It was six albums. Six albums. Six albums, yeah. So, so yeah, it had to be like eight, maybe eight hours, like the whole work day. Jeez. That's cool. All right. Uh, but yeah, Peanut Butter Wolf. Wolf. That's the thing. Peanut Butter Wolf. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know there, there's going to be a, another album that's going to no, be that, on the No, that's not list. the guy. That's the, the, the guy that owns Stone Throw. That's oh, what I'm talking about. Okay, got it. Got yeah. it. Well, I know that there's going to be another guy that's going to be added on this list of, of best albums of 2021. And that's, he goes by the creator, you know. Tyler, the creator, is back with his sixth full-length project. Well, are we going to jump into him right now? Oh, or do you want to take a break? No, we're going to talk about Gold Link. Oh, Haram? Man, that album was Haram. That album sucked. You you're the one I wanted to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, that album sucked, bro. I didn't like it. I did not like that album one bit. Uh, did you listen to it at all? No. I, oh, no. okay. So this is all you. All right. So I'm a fan of Gold Link. Um, I, but in getting to know his personality a little bit, he can, he can be... Um, a lot of people may not be able to stomach him due to his personality. Like I remember personally when we were at Afropunk and he wanted us to, to mosh pit to his tracks and stuff. But like, here's the diff, here's the issue with gold link. Gold link doesn't really have mosh um, tracks. And he's like, I'm not going to perform until you guys mosh. Like he was on that. He was on that ish. Like he said that verbatim. And ever since then, I had a little bit of stain for Gold Link. I'm not gonna lie. Then he did the stuff with Mac. Talk about Mac Miller when he was dead. Um, yeah. So Haram, this was a new LP from Gold Link. And my issue with the album is, Bastion. He he tried. Well, I appreciate the fact that he he was very experimental with with a lot of the, his sounds. Uh, but I I feel like. It just wasn't, it just didn't fit him. Um, there was a lot of lo-fi tracks. There was a lot of experimentation with his vocals. Uh, I think also, I, th- I think what threw me off of about this album was um, the different kind of tracks we kept getting on each and every track. So one track would be like a like a dance record and then the next would be like some sort of i would say poor attempt of like a death grips sort of track and then the next one he's going to try like some hip hop ish and it just didn't flow well for me and then he, he's doing all this like like i'd like to call kendrick sort of vocals where you know he messes with uh people's like people's headphones and all that stuff it just didn't work for me, and I think maybe because the album was called Haram, which means, you know, it's it's not good. It's it's blasphemy. You're not supposed it's to sinful. do it. It's sinful. I think he tried to, he did this on purpose because it's called Haram. Get it? And he sort of making like sinful-esque sort of music. So I think he, he, of course he did it on purpose, but to me, it just didn't go well. And then he does the whole Gold Link sounds so like you know how gold link sounds bashing he sounds like that in 
all of his tracks still and it just that, doesn't that, 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 that. yeah, yeah and it just it. yeah and it just doesn't go well with the songs like at all gotcha and, and, and that's how i feel about gold links haram it was haram it's not for me no pork like on my fork check it out since, oh please uh... you might like it <laughs> The way you describe them, it might be enjoyable. Hell yeah, you might like it. I don't. You like the Gambino album. Yeah, it was uh, very sonically pleasing. Shout out to DJ Dahi. But another, I wanted to quickly go over uh, Doja Cat's album, Planet Her. Planet Her. Also came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Very interesting pop record. Very interesting. First listen, I was like, mm, all right. I, I didn't know where she wanted to go. Originally, because I know Doja Cat could actually rap. She can yes. make beats. She could do it all, right? She can she make meme music. She can make meme. Like, she's great. She knows how to make and connect music really well together. And after my first listen, I got through it. I was like, okay, this is a bit of everything. Cool. She's going the Nicki Let Minaj me. route. It, it's a little bit more. Yeah, around there. But I, I won't call it Nicki Minaj route anymore. <laughs> but I think it's a. Uh, she never came off as a rapper first, right? If that, you come okay, off as a fine. rapper first, then I will say that. But she came out as like the multi-talented artist, like that could also do some. She could spit bars if she True. wants to. That's that's fair. She she did blow up because of a meme song, so that's fair. Yeah, and in my opinion, I think she did the right thing. Like you 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 got to get your name out there, the worst way at possible. You know, uh, a meme song. But and then just show song. everybody that you're super talented, and she she really did. Uh, yeah. So I just want to go over some. She beat got getting canceled last year for all that stuff, so that's good too. <laughs> because she's super canceled. I mean, she's super talented, bro. That she's yeah, like, I agree. That's that's why I joke with you. It's like, oh yeah, you could have your industry plants, but Doja Cat will always shine. It's because she's just better she than good. everybody. She good. And her album kind of proves it. Um, let's go over some quick tracks like Woman, the first track. No, if off putting the first time because I wasn't sure that's like, you should, should you start an album like this? But when I heard it again, it's like, okay, this fits perfectly. You know, it kind of happens when you listen to an album the first time. It's like, what's going on? But when you hit it, the album the fifth time, it's like, oh, this is perfect. Great way to start the album. Then mm-hmm. Naked and Payday. And you get a great track with uh, Young Thug. And I love that song. Young Thug just going off, and her like they work so well together. It's like Doja Cat knows how to work with these people on her album. Uh, not a lot of features. You get Weekend, you get Ariana Grande, JID, and SZA. And the SZA been out. That was like one of the singles that was rotating so far. Right. Uh, if you if you just want to check it out, I do recommend listening to like those two tracks, like track three and track four, uh, Payday, and get into mm-hmm. get into it. I think next week we'll play it. But it's like one of my favorite songs on, on the album. But overall, I, I am a big fan of Doja Cat. And I do like this album. I want to give it a couple more listens to before I give it like a really good rating. But so far, I, I am enjoying it. Did J.I.D. kill it? Yeah, J.I.D. Uh, he, did, he played his part. Okay. Like, like The one thing I like this album, it's not like filled with a million features, right? Mm-hmm. Like these features are nicely placed. The weekend is there and he plays his part. JID's there and they played a part. Young Thug played a part. That's important because you know you you could drop an album and could come off where everybody is just rapping just to get like in the spotlight. It's like no, you're on my album. You you, you got to fit the puzzle. Kendrick right? did I, that a lot. I'm making, yeah, 
Who? Kendrick used to do that a bit. Yeah, er, early Kendrick, 2011, 2013. That man was murdering everyone. That man was murdering everyone. Yeah, he, he, he. I think Fifty Cent was the one that like, yo, yo, turn it down, relax, bro. <laughs> and then, like, I saw the change immediately. It was like he did the change in like January. Yeah, because that's when the Fifty Cent record came out. And then, like the rest of the year, he was like playing his part. He was chill. Yeah, and he played his part so well. You remember that Jeezy record with J Cole and 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 him? You remember that song? Uh, no. Nah. Um, I think it was called American Dream. And mm-hmm. Kendrick, he didn't even have a verse. He was just in the damn hook. That was it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I mean. It's like play play a part, you know? This is you don't want to overshadow the artist. Come on. Kendrick Lamar was in all right, just quickly talk about it. Kendrick okay, Lamar please. was in the game's first track and he kinda ruined the entire album. Great song, <laughs> but he ruined the album. It's like, what, you think I'm gonna listen to this album game? He get the best rapper in, in at that year, twenty thirteen, to kill you in your own Kendrick song. Bird him. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. But yeah, check out Doja Cat's album. Uh the album's called Planet Her. Great pop record, great mixed rap record as well, but uh it's very fun to listen to. All right, cool. All right, let's talk about the man of the hour, the man, the myth, the legend. Goes oh, by man. many names. Ace the Creator. But Tyler Bollier is Tyler what he Bollier. called himself within this album called Call Me If You Get Lost. Ace the Creator, Wolf Haley, Ernest Haley, Gap Tooth T. Tyler the Creator, man. What can I say? His sixth full-length album. Seventh. We count him bastard? Of course. That was a mixtape. No, 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 no. It's an album, but he couldn't sell it as a mixtape. Ask him. It was on his Twitter, too. Confirmed. Fine. Seventh album. Yes. Fine. Seventh album. And what I what I enjoy about Tyler, the Creator's Projects, Bash, I'm just going to say, album's dope. Okay? We all know that. Here's what I enjoy about Tyler, the Creator. I love the fact that Every time Tyler, the creator, comes out with a new project, it's always a different version of Tyler. Not one album sounds the same, but I would say um, each album is a, is a more refined album of, of his past, right? So for me, I think Call Me If You Get Lost is, is definitely a blend of, of stuff from Cherry Bomb, uh, a, a little, a little mix-in of of his earlier stuff, such as like uh, Goblin, um, Wolf at times. Um, I think it's more Wolf than Goblin in terms of cleanness mm-hmm. and delivery. Because he's a, I think I always thought he was an amazing rapper. But like Wolf is when he was just like, all right, I'm going to rap at such a high level, mm-hmm. like the NBA level. And I was just doing like NCAA for a long time. And <laughs> that's the best way I, I would like to put it in. Okay. Um, Love the fact that he he basically gave us a mixtape album. He gave us his own Gangsta Grills, which is great. Having DJ Drum Drama um, accompany this album. Uh, I, I love the fact that uh, uh, you you definitely see the uh, the widespread I'd say of Tyler's fans because there's some fans that were annoyed from DJ Drama, and you know it it was very apparent that they weren't aware of the of the gangsta grills uh era mixtape era of of hip-hop so i enjoyed reading that i enjoyed reading um the fact that they they felt like this album wasn't good at all but in fact 
This album right here is fire, and I th I love the fact that in this track, no, in a lot of a lot of tracks, Tyler reminds you that he can rap his ass off. Okay, like he's good, he's damn good. He just doesn't do it often, and I love the fact that he 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 experiments with new sounds. Like we got a damn reggae track from Tyler. I I never thought. Yeah, hey, let's not jump ahead just yet. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I love the fact that he's able to experiment different sounds on on this album which is a bit hypocritical because i talked about gold link experimenting and it didn't sound good but here it sounds great because because tyler has a i think he has a better ear for music that's just be my opinion uh um, love the features on this thing as well yeah 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 um again 42 doug which we talked about last week bash lil wayne uh damo genesis damn we haven't seen damo for a while uh, who, who, There's who, a uh, touchdown. Yes, yes. M NBA young boy. Yes, young boy. Um, which and of course, like a very interesting track with Lil Uzi Vert and uh, Pharrell Williams. Yes, that as well. Oh, did I say Lil Wayne? Yeah. Okay. It's a Lil Wayne. That's first one. Okay, yeah, Lil Wayne too. Which was also cool because again, Gangsta Girls mixtape. I think that's synonymous also with Lil Wayne as well. I and wait, wait, sorry, you gonna say something? Oh no, I was just thinking about that song, Canon. Yeah, and what's interesting to have this type of energy, it kind of, as you said, it reminds you a little bastard because around that time, that was when all those mixes were coming back. So if you remember, you know, high school, 2009, 2010, 2008, the Gangsta Grills era, like it's really cool to have that. And another thing that's interesting is, uh, Charles Gambino did that maybe a couple years ago with yes. his ep that's right so he's another person that from that same era this i like to say Charles gambino and tyler from the same era when they were just rapping every single day uh just trying to be the best rapper i'll rap everybody else they came out with a gangster grills mixtape because they you wanted did. to do that yes you know listening to everybody else like i want to be just like that but i don't make music like that it's like no like once pharrell did it it's like uh, it was cool it was cool. Anybody could do it. Right. So what's, what's your overall thoughts on the album? Album is fire, bro. This album is dope. All right. Tyler, he keeps leveling up, man. Just when you think like there's no other way of leveling up, Tyler just finds a new way to level up. I love the growth. I love the story in this. Okay. Because I'll never forget the first time I was introduced to Tyler, the creator, which was 10 years ago. Mind you, I, I think it, it's nuts to even go back 10 years ago and, and you know, discover Tyler, the creator. I'll never forget it. I was watching MTV Hit List. And for those of you who keep saying, oh, MTV needs to just play videos. They do have channels dedicated just playing videos. And ironically enough, it was a Bruno Mars song that was on it. I think it was the Lazy song, right? My older brother came in and he's like, hey, you like Bruno Mars? I'm like... Yeah, I think he's pretty talented. I don't really care for the lazy song that much, but you know, he's good. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, come here, follow me. I I, I want to show you something." And I remember this was around like April 2011 and then he showed me Yonkers and the rest was was history basically. He showed me a lot of his uh, interviews and you know, this was this was a different time, 2011, and a 2011 Tyler was a totally different Tyler than what you see now. Right? And so I really enjoy um, from watching him talk about like 
being this psycho killer, being like Wolf Haley and, and, you know, him being, um, kind of immature out in public and in interviews, but to me still entertaining seeing him and just him being depressed and going through all of his stuff that he was going through, not knowing his father and being poor and, and suffering with depression and all that stuff, not really understanding and knowing himself to now just like, he's just the happiest person in the world. And he has, he's expressed his growth and, and his happiness a lot in this album. And I, I appreciate the the growth and the maturity of one Tyler the Creator. Um, I still do go back and watch those old interviews though, because that dude was wild. But yeah, um, he's he's a man now, Bash, and he he's a business owner. He owns he owns a lot of stuff, uh, and musically he's he's more musically inclined. He's changed his he's 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 listening to a lot more stuff. He's changed his taste in music and it's reflecting in his music. And at this rate, man, there, there is no glass ceiling for Tyler, the creator. And I think that is a great distinct distinguation of a good artist from a great artist. Like he could be one of the best. This man was in the BET awards for the first time ever. That that's nuts. And the fact that people were saying he had one of the best performances of that night that's very saying that's that's saying a lot because again tyler tyler and his friends have been around for like 10 years and you know hip-hop really didn't give him that 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 distinction that distinction and 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 their and those flowers as of yet i'd say up until at least by like once we got into flower boy people started paying a lot more attention but it's it's great to see now that you know tyler's in a lot of this blackish so that that's my full take on it. Is it better than Igor? Uh Well, they're not the same thing. Yeah, and it's not the I, same I actually, thing. I want to stop you there because I don't want to have that conversation because I've seen people try to have it online. Uh I do want to quickly just say, like, Call Me If You Get Lost is an album and it does tell a more personalized story of like realness. So it's okay. a real real story. Mm-hmm. Compared to like Flower Boy where he's like talking about you know the concepts and like different ideas and alluding to something throughout the entire album Mm -hmm. uh compared to cherry bomb which was just an idea like just a bunch of idea together ideas together igor is a reflection of a a a concept album right making a concept album is pretty difficult not everybody could do it properly Mm -hmm. you know maybe lupe fiasco um, food and not food liquor. The cool, the cool is like a concept album because there's a story, beginning and end. For Igor, it's a concept, so you have to kind of listen to the whole thing together because it's one sync uh, piece. It's like a like an art piece. It's 40 minutes long compared to this one, which is 52 minutes. And one thing I like about this one, he's he's more truthful to himself. Mm-hmm. He's not making jokes. He's not exaggerating everything, which most rappers do. And it's not a bad thing. It's pretty fun. Uh, like JPEG Mafia. He's just an exaggerated form of who he is as a person. And he's telling a story, sprinkling the details every now and then until you get to the track uh, Wilshire. That's when he explains the entire thing. He didn't do that in his other projects. In his other projects, he would just give a conclusion. But in this one, he's like, hey, I've been talking about this relationship I was having with a girl. But it wasn't a relationship. It was just a, a, a friendship, a ba- like a friendship that went a different direction. Mm-hmm. But I didn't 
I don't want this to affect our friendship, and I, I wanted to fix it up, and I was in the wrong for it. And that, that's what he was saying the entire time. So that's why, like, let's quickly go over the track list, you know. Please. Uh, let, let's see. I think, what's your name? Just, like, the hardness of the track and Lemonhead. Is just, those are just very, very fun tracks. But once you get to, like, Masa, right? Yeah. Masa was the turning point for me because I didn't expect him to be so forward with his, like, ideas as well, an is, artist. Well, it is Tyler, though, at the end of the day. He's always been forward with how we thought. Oh, yeah, of course. But in terms That's of, still like... within him. Yeah, but in terms of being an artist, I'm not saying, like, oh, he's super political. Even he explains, like, he can only do so much, and he would love to support more but you know that's just how it is not everybody needs to be super political it's very important and everybody understands everything yeah as I long think as so. you just surface basis knowledge of it it's it's decent and no act a fool but also right? tyler has always been been one that says that tells black kids all the time it's just like yo it's okay to be yourself it's okay to embrace who you are i think i think that's that's pretty political if i say so myself because you know when you look at tyler you know he's not He's not the uh, he's not what you think of when you think of like a rapper, sort of say, right? And yeah, I I believe so, and he, I think he's aware of that as yeah. well. And that's why he kind of wanted to present it in the songs, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is how I am. This is what what I feel like. What's going exactly. on within the world today? And it's actually one of my favorite tracks of uh, of the album. And also, though, you can I can tell, or you can tell that Tyler does, um. He does love being black. I'm not going to lie. And the reason why I remember this is because all the t- of all the times I've seen him at Afropunk. And I've and like he, I I, re- I don't know if you remember the first time we saw him at Afropunk and he was like, "Yo, this is real dope. Like I'm finally in a crowd where it's like majority black faces." Because of course when you go to a Tyler Creator concert or anything, it's you know, it's, it's a lot of white kids, but Tyler's like, yo, this is dope. Like, I'm in front of my people and all of that. But I think I think that's as far as um, political as Tyler gets. You know, he's definitely he does he definitely does love being black. I'll say that. That's yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like it's, it's, uh, pointing him in a different direction. Oh, yeah, no. just, like this is like uh, a track where he just solely talks about his situation and what he tries to do. But other than that, one of the tracks that you kind of uh, alluded to was I Thought You Wanted to Dance. Yeah. You know? And that threw me off because, one, it's a very long track. So when I tried to like look for it, eight, I couldn't nine find minutes. it. Yeah. I-, I couldn't find it. I was like, where, where is the track? I Like, where is this dance hall track? <laughs> but it, it's like after Sweet. So after you listen to Sweet, then you get to I Thought You Wanted to Dance. And it's just a beautiful record yeah and he does the whole thing where he in the middle of the album it's like this dual song that he kind of extends like almost runs for 10 minutes uh then his mom talks but juggernaut with Lil uzi vert and and pharrell Pharrell williams that beat ridiculous just to remind you once again tyler could rap yeah just ridiculous he could rap his ass off but also uh tyler is he he's still a goofball, you know. He still he still throws some funny bars at you. Um, what's your name with the young boy? Um, I don't know why he thought it was a great idea to tell Shorty that sh- that she's malnourished. That's the interesting pickup line. 
Um, I've been laughing. At th- <laughs> I've been laughing at it every time I've heard it. I think he answered it too. I think someone asked him like, "Why would you go with that?" Like the malnourished line, because he's like, and he think I think he said, "I just thought of like the worst pickup line ever, and I just threw it yeah. in the song." Yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah, how do you feel about Brent Fias? Um, Brent Fias was in this album again. Brent Fias, okay, the Prince of Toxicity. I was happy to see this collab because, of course. We've, we played Gravity earlier on in the year, and Tyler was on that track. And it's great to see that, you know, they did more than one song together because it seemed, because a lot of artists tend to do that when they're in a the studio. They make more than one song, and I hope, I think, maybe they're cool. I don't know, but I'm happy to see Brent Fias in this album as well. And, of course, Brent does his thing. He's the Prince of Toxicity. It's what he does. Yeah. He does... I bet Tyler just said, hey, you're Brent Fiez, just do what you do. And he did what he did. And I that's why this album gets extra brownie points for me, because Brent Fiez is on it. I'll I'll be I'll be completely honest. I'm sorry. He's Okay, that's it. But yeah, uh, other than that, it's a great album. I definitely do recommend people to check it out. And this definitely will be in my top ten. It's just a beautiful album. And I've been playing this nonstop. I I remember playing it three times when it came out like i just played it back to back to back i was like damn this is a really good album and it was hot too and it's a great summer album he's doing really well with these summer albums man he's been dropping recent a lot recently on like i remember igor was in may i think flower boy was like july and now call me if you get lost in june Um, i like this and I like to see where else Tyler goes from here, man. Like, what, where, where else do you go from here, Tyler? What else do you do? What else do you talk about? Are you gonna take a break from music for a bit? Cause I, I don't know, man. I don't know. No, nah, well, like I don't know where that conversation. He always does an album every two years, and I know, it's all I mean, like called that life. You like he lives life for those two years, and whatever he feels like, he just makes music. That's what I see so far. Take the Jay Z approach, but Jay Z did like one like an album every single year which is ridiculous he did to do but so you know, he doesn't do that anymore he just pops up whenever he feel like it now because he can do that exactly so yeah like tyler is a full-fledged multi-talented artist he could do whatever he wants he can and for us to get like another excellent prod to have this like trilogy of like amazing records one after another just like flower boy then Igor and this one's like, well, that's it. Like he hit the three peach trifecta. Jordan like ninety one, Jordan ninety two, like, Jordan ninety three. There's there's only so many artists that could do that because in a separate era, you could say the same thing. How I feel about like Bastard, Goblin, and Wolf. Mm-hmm. Of course, Goblin is like iffy album, and of course, like those two albums, Goblin and uh, Bastard, did not age. Well, in terms of like listening Content. into twenty twenty one, of course not. But I still think those are great albums for when it came out. What did you think about uh, Tyler uh, admitting to uh, his his desires for for Justin Bieber? I think that's just a joke line. Oh, I don't think he was joking. I thought See, he was like ass. no, that's the Tyler right. That's the joke with Tyler. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, if you you could take it for how you want it. Mm-hmm. It's up for interpretation, but Fair. that's that's just the joke, in my opinion. Knowing like Tyler Creator's music, that like he's in with the joke. 
Of course. But yeah, let's wrap it up. All right, man. Well, shoot. I think the best way to wrap this up is to play some Tyler. Bastion, what do you think? Yeah. All right. Play some Tyler. All right, man. Here it is. Hot Wind Blues with Hot Wind Blown with Tyler the Creator featuring Lil Wayne. Thank you all so much once again for tuning in to Black Seinfeld. Um, I'll be here next week. Bastion's going to be in Washington. I don't know. I might play some music next week. I don't know. Maybe Mike's going to be here. I can't give you any guarantees. Bastion, is there anything you want to say before we sign out? Check us out on social media, Black Seinfeld NY, Twitter and Instagram. If you have any questions, reach us out, blackseinfeldny.gmail.com. We're on all podcast platforms. Just type in Black Seinfeld. Subscribe, download, listen, comment, share with your friends, do whatever. We'll be back next week. Till then. Peace. peace. Gentlemen. We just landed in Geneva. Yeah, that's in Switzerland. We on the yacht. A young lady just fed me French vanilla ice cream. We all got our toes out too. Call me when you get lost. I'ma travel the globe. You keep the block hot driver. Open the door for me. My hair hurt. Find us. We playing hot seek with the passports. What the f we at? Oh, the pilot gotta remind us, yo. The luggage is piling, I need a clothes to wear. So many stinky sit in my wallet, look like a folding chair. The Cartier so light on my body, thought I floated here. Yeah. Bolded here is Tunchi and Tyler, but call me Bolderlich, yeah. Out in Switzerland, travel with my kissing dog. I love when she let me rub her like Michelin. A hundred grand to sleep on the bird, the wings are whistling like... Man, they ain't listening. We cross the line like immigrants and benefit from it. Keep on stunting on these, make them sick to their stomach, man. Y'all don't understand. Fit so fresh that you can taste the same. Yeah, we getting lost, but we know who we aim. Bada, 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 son, son, something. Treat that last part like you ain't saying nothing. Yeah. You see these excursions right here? Just too lavish to post on the gram. Excuse me, pardon me. The wind it blows so hard to me, like Mother Nature arguing about some baby father beef, and I'm stuck in the middle of the sandwich, like slaughter me. Got my middle fingers to the cameras, that's recording me from y'all to me. Stop calling me unless you're ordering. I'm on the beach, I got my feet out, and I stay on my feet. The corner beat, I'm on a deep route. Just throw the ball to me, thought all this lean would have me see now. I guess they see now, that's touchdown. Catch a beat down, like I catch touchdowns. I I'm so greedy, I'ma eat my own flow. And I'm in need of a flaw, I'ma eat me a rabbit. I might as well eat me a oh. I'm hot as hell when the weather is freezing the cold. As a devil, a demon, and ghost. I'ma get even to even, get even some more. It's too late to even get low. Pop, wolf gang, wolf gang, that's what I need you to know. Moolah, weezy the goat. The wind beneath my wings, desert eagle, underneath my coat. Yeah, 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 Moolah. Hard oh. over here admiring the view of the mountains from the lake. <laughs>